Do you have a brand position that helps you get more clients? Or does it just confuse your leads? We'll talk about that today in episode 38 of Photographers on Brand. You're listening to Photographers on Brand, conversations for photographers who want to use personal branding to tell your unique story, find your ideal clients, and sell with confidence. Hi, I'm Linford Morton, but you can call me Lynn. I'm a lifelong photographer, professional marketing and PR guy, and personal branding coach. And I believe that you can use personal branding to build a competition-proof photography business, one that gives you purpose, passion, and profits. Let's talk about it. Well, hello there. Welcome again to another episode of Photographers on Brand. My name is Linford Morton, but of course you can call me Lynn, and it's always fun when I get to talk shop with you, talk photography, and talk personal branding, two things that are near and dear to my heart. Well, today I want to get into messaging because even though we think visually and we're all visually oriented because we're photographers, of course, we still need to be clear with our words because the wrong words can confuse people and drive them away. But if you get the words right, the words are what will sell your products and your services. If you get the words right, you can create a desire for your photography services and entice your leads to take your offer. Now, one of the best places you can employ your words and put them to work for you is in a brand position. A lot of people look at a brand position as something, some cute and clever words that you put um, on your website to make people go, ooh, but cute and clever never sells. Clarity does. And so today we'll talk about how you can create a brand positioning statement that clearly communicates your value and how you're different. The, the two things that you want to really talk about clearly in your brand positioning. And we'll do that today in this episode coming up next. For those of you who followed me back in the day when I did photography coaching, you might remember that I used to to do free monthly webinars. 
that's really how I got my start moving into the coaching space. I used to call them free photo webinars the second Tuesday of every month. We talked about photography topics. We brought on guest speakers to share their images and stories. And I taught many workshops and it was all free. Well, I'm going back to those roots again, and I'm starting another free webinar program. This time, of course, I'm going to be focusing on personal branding for photographers, for working photographers. So if you are a photographer and this is not a hobby for you, you're trying to find clients and grow your business, you will find that these webinars will be helpful for you. I'll be teaching many workshops again. I'll be interviewing other photographers who I think are doing their personal branding well. And we'll see what works for them and what we can learn from from their processes. I'll also bring on other experts to help you with different parts of managing your branding and your marketing. The whole point is to really over, you know, over time, just get you all the resources you need to help you build, market, and brand your photography business. And it'll all be free. How about that? So I'll be announcing that in a few weeks. I'm really excited about this because it's been a long time since I've done this kind of thing, and, but, and, I, and I miss it. So I'm looking forward to getting into some some live webinars and interacting with you and teaching and sharing from other successful photographers. So if you want to be on the list to get notified when all of this goes live so that you at least know when the webinars are coming, you can get on the wait list by going to photographersonbrand.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E photographersonbrand.com forward slash live and let me know who you are and when this goes live in a few weeks I'll I will let you know where it is and how you can find it all right so photographers and brand live is what it will be called it will be monthly webinars I think I'll go I'm going to kick it off with weekly webinars just to get it seated and then after that we'll go monthly like we used to back in the day i'm looking forward to it and i hope you can join me it's photographers on brand live back when i lived in the dc area I remember there was this company that used to advertise on the radio and you'd hear this catchy jingle with the slogan, if you can't, we can. That was it. If you can't, we can. Here's a pop quiz. What are they selling? I won't tell you the name of the business, but here's the point. I can't tell the name of the business. I can't tell the product they offer. I can't tell what benefit they're promoting. It's just word salad. If you can't, we can. Woohoo! I mean, what does that mean? And I got to tell you, I got frustrated every time I heard that silly commercial. Now, the best positioning slogans remind customers of who you are and the benefit of using your service. 
The same works for photographers. Part of differentiating yourself from your competition is going to be putting it into a statement, a branding and positioning statement where you stake out your claim to some mind space. Okay. Now you do this with your positioning statement and you build everything else out from that. So let's talk a definition first of all, before we get too deep or too far down this road. When I talk about a positioning statement, it's a brief description of your product or service, the target market you're going after, and how the product or service fills a, a particular need for that market. And it's supposed to be used to help you align your efforts, your marketing efforts, as well as speak to your potential customers and let them know that what you're offering is for them. That's what you do with a positioning statement. It's one of the more important parts of your personal branding elements because outside of the visuals, the words are what will now, you know, make, bring folks along down the road of your funnel or your, your sales process and help them understand what it is you offer and the value and why it's for them and what they should do next. That's what the words will do in your, in your message and your messaging. And it all is anchored and is kicked off with your positioning statement. Now, a position, a good positioning statement has certain elements. It's your audience which will be the people you serve, the people you're going after. It will be the market, which is, you think about that as the kind of photography you do. So let's say you're a newborn photographer, your audience will be, you know, new moms, and your market will be the newborn photography market. And then the brand promise will be, okay, what is it that you're offering that's different or better? And then after that, your evidence, how will they know that what you're saying is actually true? Now, if you can get all of these elements, you'll be well on your way to creating a, a brand position that when someone hears it, they think of you and it clears a space for you so that they always remember you and not anyone else. So, those are the essentials, but think of them this way. You're talking about who you serve, right? Who you serve, who are you going after? Are you going after business owners? Are you going after families? Are you going after brides-to-be? Who do you serve? What do you offer them? Now, you know, in in its basic sense, most of us are saying we're offering them photography, but you know, under that umbrella, there's so many different ways of of doing it, delivering it, interpreting it, everything. So this is where you want to be specific. How do you offer it? How what are you what are you doing? And then why you do what you do? That's also uh, important in. Uh, an important element that you can include in your your messaging and your positioning, and then how does it compare to what's already out there? Right. 
How does it compare to what's already out there? And we'll break this down. But your guidelines for what your final product will should be is something simple, memorable, and tailored to your target market. It will provide an unmistakably unmistakable and easy to understand picture of your brand and how you're different from your competitors. It's credible because you can deliver on that promise. So let, let's let's talk about this and let's let's think about it. Um who you serve. One of the, part of the work you will do, and we do a lot of this inside the Personal Branding Academy, in in the which is my membership and course program. You know, we 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 do some work to figure out who is your ideal customer. You want to be very clear about who that person is, not just in a in a vague sense, but very specific who they are what they want, where they are in, when you come to them, what are they looking for and, uh, and how you help meet that need. So are they parents and are this, and they are young parents with young children. And what you are bringing to them is a way to document the lives of their young children. Are they business owners who need images to help them go out and brand and communicate themselves on social media and you are going to provide personal branding images for them are they real estate agents and you are helping them to to showcase their the houses and their homes that they are selling so that potential clients want to buy them so you have to think about who these people are and 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 what who they are and what they're looking for and how that lines up with what you provide, which gets us to the next. What do you offer them? Now, what do you offer them and how do you offer it? Again, is on one level, pretty basic. You know, we take pictures, but under that umbrella, you can really talk about it in lots of different ways. Now, I sort of been listening to photographers talk about how they position themselves lately. And it's, it's interesting to me how some people will, will carve out some space for them. One photographer I saw who did portraits for, for families who are going to destination locations and they want to do get a photo shoot while they're there. Her, one of her differentiators is that you will get your images back within 48 hours. And for people who are on the move quickly, that can be a very, you know, um, interesting way of setting themselves apart with a, with a delivery or a service expectation. So a lot, you can build your, your position around any part of how you, what you deliver and how you do it. There was another one who was positioning herself as an, a, a full, oh, this one photographer who did seniors, he positioned himself as a full, full service experience. And, and what that meant is it began with 
him hiring a consultant to talk about their wardrobe and then having them have him book their hair and makeup on the day of the shoot and then have creating a, a festive and party atmosphere while it happened and then actually going out and shooting and then bringing them, of course, through the in-person sales. And the whole thing was meant to be set up to be high touch and one of a really um, a high end and memorable experience. So he sold the experience. And, and, and that's always a good way of, of differentiating yourself with your experience. Because at the, at, the, at the end of the day, so many people can take great pictures. So why do they come to you? I have a, a good buddy of mine who is a photographer, and he does these interviews with his clients after the shoot. And, and then he shows himself shooting also. And I don't know that he deliberately started out to, to do this, but when you see those videos, it communicates that the experience of working with him is fun. He's always laughing and joking and having a good time with them. His clients are are laughing and doubling over throughout these videos and just talking about how much fun they had. You know, a lot of people get anxiety when they think about being photographed. And so if you're one of those people and you see these videos and wow, these people are having a lot of fun, it might ease that um, concern for you. And so that can be a good differentiator, like um, the experience you're going to have with, with, you know, you and your brand. Some of them will talk about what you will get and, and you can, you know, that's a little harder to, to carve out something unique or it can be a very ultra specific niche that can be like, if you are one of these people, now, one of them is I saw a photographer who photographs horses and part of her, what part of her commentary is I understand horses so well that I can get great pictures of them because I understand how they think and how they move and what they're about to do before they're about to do it. And so because of that, I can anticipate and be in place to get the best shots of your horses. So again, that's another differentiator when you, t which is built around an ultra specific niche. And so there are lots of ways you can build out your your um your positioning statement but one of the first things you ought to do is you understand who the person is you're going after and then what need you are filling then what i would do is take a look at your the existing market go to google go to uh, facebook and go to, and just search for people who are in your market with your product and see how they're positioning themselves. And is there a space there that you can occupy, right? What's everybody doing and what can you do that would be different from everyone else that your customer or your target market would value? And sometimes it can be the obvious stuff just that no one else is talking about it. And you can have what's called a first mover's advantage, right? The first person to own a position usually has an advantage there. And so 
even if you are going with something really basic, like I am, you know, the, you know, the, the food photographer for this community, whatever your community is, that helps small businesses get more clients, you know, even though the pandemic has really ravaged that industry. So you can create a story around that. And if no one else is talking about that, even though you're not really doing anything that any other food photographer would be doing, you are now the first person to talk about something and therefore own that mind space. And everyone who comes after you is following. And so that's another way to think about it. What is everyone else doing and what can you do that would be different yet valuable to your target market? So, So there are two things there, right? What is different and what's the value? How are you unique and different and in the way you add your value? And so when you think about all these things, now you can create a brand position that communicates your unique value to your potential clients. And when when you do this, it's going to do a couple other things too. It's going to clearly... One, like I said before, it will clearly communicate that unique value to your potential clients, but it also helps the wrong clients self-identify themselves and take themselves out of your sales cycle. Meaning, if you are really clear to to whom you're speaking and the value to them, someone who is not right for you will see that and go, not for me, and back out, and that's what you want. That's what you want. You don't want to waste your time and money talking to people who aren't going to be customers anyway. And so when you are, when you have done this correctly, you will also repel the wrong people while you attract the right ones. It also helps you focus your marketing efforts better because when you're clear about who you're, who you are speaking to and what you are, how you are clearly differentiating themselves, yourself from, from others, now it helps you be more targeted with your marketing, right? Because you know exactly where to go to talk to the person, you know, to who, who, who would best benefit from your brand and who would understand the value. So this is why this is going to be important, an important exercise for you. Now, we talked a lot about what it is, but here's, let's talk about what it's not. It's not your style of photography, right? It's not that you have bright and airy images, because quite honestly, a lot of these descriptions of your photography style are the kind of nuanced things that only photographers understand. Like your average client doesn't know what bright and airy photographs mean, right? They, they don't know what that is. They, they see it and they kind of get it, but they don't know why. They don't know why they like it. And, and a lot of the, the nuance that we see as photographers Unfortunately, a lot of clients won't won't even understand or appreciate what that is. So try not to build your identity around something like that. The other thing is um, visual styles change over time. And so you wouldn't want to build it on something that might change because one day everyone's doing the, you know, the blown out backgrounds with slightly overexposed, but 
perhaps in three years that that will look dated and because when everyone starts doing it after a while it gets to be you know boring and cliche and then then people move on to something else do you really want your identity build built around something that is not going to be timeless so don't really build around images and 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 then don't build it around these cliche words you know i'm authentic i'm you know what you know all, all you you know the words you see on every photographer and then then there're the words that don't make sense to anyone else i was in a uh, a facebook group for creators and creatives and one of the creatives was asking for feedback on a, a messaging slogan she was working on. And she thought, I think people might misunderstand this and be offended if I use this. What do you all think? And half of the people were offended, half weren't. And everyone responded back to what they thought it meant to them. And, you know, I, I chimed in there that, the real issue is not whether it's people are offended or not. Your first issue is if you look at 10 responses, all 10 people heard something different in that, in that slogan, right? If you have a slogan where 10 different people hear 10 different things and come away with 10 different ideas of who you are and what your business business is and who you serve, that is a nightmare, you do not want that. You want to be so clear and so specific that anyone hearing it knows exactly what you're talking about and exactly what it is for them. So think about that as well. So you, you don't want to be vague. So it's not vague and it's not words that could mean different things to different people. And then it's not that word salad that if you can't, we can, or, you know, it's not the obvious duh stuff like beautiful images for beautiful people. Okay. Everyone thinks, you know, you know, great images of, you know, of only great events, you know, really people have a lot of these kinds of things that everyone thinks, okay, my event is, is important. So you haven't really differentiated if it's, you know, you know, timeless images for your most important events. Doesn't tell me much, but it sounds good to you. And it won't attract the right person and repel the wrong person because it's so vague. No one in any, everyone can put themselves into that position. And, and then everyone can also rule themselves out. So you don't know. When I, you know, I was, a, of course, a professional communicator for the first part of my career. And I remember one of my bosses, I was, I had written up some marketing copy or something like that. Oh, I forget what it was, whether it was a release or a marketing copy, but I showed it to him and he read it. And then he covered the headline and said, if our competitor released everything else on this page, would it still be true for them? And I had to go, I guess so. And he goes, well, then we've got more work to do. Because if you can cover the headline of your, of your website, or if you can take your, your, your positioning statement and any one of your competitors can put the same thing on their website and it would be true for them, unless you are the first person to do it, 
then you're missing the point. So those are things to think about as you're creating your position. Now, finally, some other things to think about and, and some other considerations. And I, I talked about this earlier, but you can get an obvious one if you're the first person to own it. And if you're going to be recognized as the first to position um, yourself there. Second, the next thing is you might also put, create a positioning statement around words that or keywords that people will be searching for when they're looking for your kind of service, right? So it always helps if you have some keywords in there. So if they're looking for a wedding photographer in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that somewhere in there you have wedding in Chattanooga, you know, in, in your in your positioning statement so that it will also pick up those searches. Okay. And then, and then you also can do a variation of an obvious service. So if you can take something people already understand and twist it in a different way. And I remember I said, how can you do it differently? Um, that is the other consideration. Now let's say you got it. Yay. What do you do with it? Well, the first thing you want to do is put it on your website above the fold, right? So above the fold means this is an old term from, from journalism days, meaning from the newspaper, the, the front of the paper, when it's folded and, and placed on an, on a magazine rack, the story that's above the fold is the one you see first on websites. It means it's at the, in the top screen. So before anyone, when they get to the website, before they start to scroll, you will see that message and it will speak to them. So before they do anything else, once they land on your website, they will see that message and get it. So put it on your website above the fold, you know, and make it big and clear, and, and so it jumps out at them. So that's the first thing you do with it. The second thing you can do is put it on the back of a business card. You know, you hand out your business cards everywhere, and you have your name, your address, and what, what, you know, whatever you do. A positioning statement that, that reminds people who you are and what value you serve is a great addition to, let's say, the, the back side of a, of a business card. You have the front side where you have your name and address and all your contact information. And then the back side where sometimes you typically will put your, you know, just your name or a picture or something, you can put it there. And the reason is, I don't know if you're like me, but I collect lots of business cards when I talk with vendors and some people I really intend to follow up with and because I like what they have. But then I bring my business cards home and after I scan them into Evernote, I put them into this little you know bowl that I keep, keep them all in. And sometimes I reach in and I pull out a business card and I'm go and I cannot remember for the life of me who this person is or why I wanted to to hold onto the card, why, why this was important to me at the time. But if you have something there that sticks out and, and triggers something very unique and differentiating about yourself, when I pull out that card two months later, it should trigger, oh yeah, that's why I picked up Lynn's business card, right? And then the other thing is I put it in my email signature so that in every online communication I have, there's a, a reminder there of who I am and the value I provide. 
And of course, I would work it into versions of it into my marketing and my social media posts so that, again, I am seeding the conversation with my positioning statement. So there you have it. Your brand positioning statement, you know, what it is, how you can use it, what it isn't, and then what you do with it after you're done. So here's what you, your, your job is. Go back and look at your brand positioning statement if you have one. If you don't, now's a good time to make that a, a goal for the next week or so in your business. Go and create one and you know, shoot it to me when you've got it. Let me see what, you, what you've come up with. So in, if you, and if you do have one, run it through the, the prism of some of the things we talked about. Is it unique? Is it memorable? And does it speak to a specific market with a specific way that you differentiate yourself? You know, this can take work and it can take time. And if you don't get it right on the first try, don't, I wouldn't sweat that at all because sometimes these things evolve over time. And sometimes you get the best ideas from your clients in when you give, when you send your feedback form and you ask them, what did you like about the service or what did you like about working with me? Pay attention to those responses because that becomes a good gold mine for finding um, potential ideas for your positioning statement. All right. So that was how you can write a positioning statement that attracts clients to your photography business. Well, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. And I hope that that was helpful for you and that you are going to be able to go out and start creating messaging that will work for you and your business. Now, remember, if you want to join me for my my monthly webinars and my, my monthly virtual workshops or whatever you call them these days, Remember, you go to to photographersonbrand.com forward slash live and get on the list so I can let you know when it's coming. All right. All right. So good luck and uh, continue to work on that personal brand. Do a little bit every day. And I'm hoping that you will help your business stand out from the rest and attract your best clients so you can do your best work. All right. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Take care.